You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Would you join me for a word of prayer? Gracious God, our eyes have not seen, our ears have not heard. We cannot imagine the glories of what you have in store for us. But we receive now an inkling, the beginnings of an understanding of those things as we receive your word. Grant us a faithful and right understanding as we receive this, that we may have the trust we need to follow you into eternity. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus our Lord. Amen. So this is an interesting one to preach on for me, these, this set of readings. There's lots you can could dig into with it, but I'm going to focus a little bit at the beginning here at 1 Corinthians 2.2. 2. I decided to know nothing among you but Jesus Christ and Him crucified, says St. Paul. Indulge me for a minute while I introduce you to two Latin phrases because we pastors like Latin. This is the regula fide of Lutheran preaching. That means it's the rule of faith or faithfulness. If we're not preaching Jesus Christ and Him crucified, we're not preaching as a Lutheran pastor. It's the, here's my other Latin phrase, sine qua non. It's the, that without which not. Meaning, if it ain't there, it ain't a sermon. Now this is, this is important because one of the things I love to do when I go on vacation is get into other people's worship spaces, experience other worship traditions, um, and experience other churches because it's like research for me. You know, I, I go into a place and sometimes I'm confused by the liturgy, but I'll learn something. Like, oh, I, we, we should try that at our church. Or uh, I'm, their bulletin's better organized than my church. I'm going I'm to steal that, take it home, and show it to my secretary. You know, I mean, you learn some stuff getting in someone else's space. Now, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of traditions preach longer than Lutherans. And that's why you're all here, right? <laughs> I mean, I go, I go on vacation and not unusual to have a 40-minute sermon in some churches. Now, despite the fact that I'm sitting under 40 minutes, maybe, of good biblical teaching... There are times when at the end of that 40 minutes I think to myself, when does the sermon start? Because it's great to learn five lessons from the life of David. You might be able to apply that in, at work in your management skills or maybe you need to learn how to face down your fears. That's all good stuff. But last I checked we were all here because we tend to not face down our fears and we need to hear a different word. Last I checked... 
The fact that I need help with my management is the reason why I'm not perfect and in need of a little help along. And giving me good advice that I can't follow very well is not helping me. At least not at a most fundamental of levels. What helps is when I hear that despite all my faults, despite every failure I have, God loves me and He demonstrated that to me on the cross. By becoming sin, as St. Paul says elsewhere, for the sake of my salvation. This is why we need to get to Jesus Christ and Him crucified before what we're really doing is preaching because here's the, the truth. I could teach you lots of good stuff from the Bible and it's all true. There's nothing wrong with any of it. If you want advice for your life, I recommend take the next month, well, not this month because it's only got 28 days. Pick a month with 31 days and do the book of Proverbs, one chapter per day because it's 31. You get great advice on how to do lots of stuff in your life. And you won't take most of that advice because you're anything like me. I've got lots of good intentions and not a, as much follow-through as I wish I had. <laughs> the laws given to us at Mount Sinai that we know as the Ten Commandments, Scholar Oz Guinness has called them the Magna Carta for humanity because they've had more influence for good for some 3,500 years than any other set of rules ever espoused by any human being on earth. It has been the movement of the Sinai Covenant across the globe that has abolished slavery even amongst people who are not Jewish or Christian. It's all good stuff. But none of it can change my heart. I can obey the law because God is really powerful. My Muslim brothers and sisters know about that. But then I'm doing it because I'm afraid of God or I'm grumbling under my breath. It's like, I've got to do this now. It hasn't changed my heart yet. In fact, anything we do, and this is most worship throughout most of history... Most people are doing for God because they hope to get a favor from God or the gods or because they're afraid of God or the gods. Jesus Christ and Him crucified teaches us that we can do what we do out of love of God. For He first loved us. He demonstrated that love on this cross. This cross we hang about our neck or hang on our walls is a reminder of how much God loves us. And that love is alone what can reach into our hearts and change them so that we can do what we love, not out of fear, not out of hope of a reward, but from a motivation like God's own, the motivation of love. This is what keeps us salty, folks. When Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. See, the world knows the ways of power. It trades in power. Sexual revolution started some 60 years ago talking about free love. Now they talk about being a good sexual consumer. It's become an exchange of power. 
the world doesn't know love. Because love ultimately means willing the best for the beloved. Not just in the moment, but in the long term. And love, the coin of love is sacrifice. God sacrificed all that it was to be Him to embrace all that it is to be us. I talked about what I like liking to visit other churches when I'm on vacation. Guess what I've discovered since we've uh, adopted streaming here at church? I've discovered that on vacation, I like sitting on the sofa with a cup of coffee and a blanket and watching church. <laughs> find a church that had some good faithful preaching. I was where we typically go on vacation. I was driving anywhere from 20 minutes to 45 minutes to get to church. And that was in warm weather. And I find that I like my cup of coffee and so forth. I'm, I'm not willing to make little sacrifices for the God I, I, I believe I love and that I know loves me. I find it hard to, not impossible, but hard to. That is exactly what God didn't find for us. When we were trapped in our sins, trapped by the consequences of all the wrong we had did, but more importantly, all the right we haven't done, God embraced all of that, and in doing so, embraced our weaknesses. I don't want to get up early enough to get a shower and shave and drive to church and... God, who has never felt pain, embraces the cross for me, for you. This is how, once we have received that truth and embraced it, and God through faith, is living in us by the power of the Spirit. This is how we are going to have, the only way we can have, a righteousness that exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees. I guarantee you, as 21st century people, we are not paying as much attention to the law as they did. We are not as scrupulous in our following of it as they were. But if we are motivated by love instead of being motivated by a hope of a reward or a fear of punishment... We are being motivated by the very life of God within us. And all of that is a gift. A strength beyond our strength. A love beyond our love. All received through the message of Jesus Christ and Him crucified. A couple of years ago, we had a missionary visit a church I was serving. She'd spent most of her life in sub-Saharan Africa. Not in the cities, where things are a little better than they were, but out in the bush country, where things are much like they were 100, 200 years ago. And she played a game with our youth. The kids would come up to her and she'd say, come and I'll guess your... It was like a four, you ever go to a carnival and someone tries to guess your age, it was that game. She was playing that with the kids. And the kids, you know, so the kids are having to be like, pick the really short the high school senior, she'll never guess. You know, you bring them in. And she could always guess their age by asking them to smile. 
Because see, when you live with chronic malnutrition, your height is no indication of how old you are. But your teeth came on at the same age. <laughs> they tend to wear off and fall out at the same age too. <laughs> After she played this game with the kid and she and I were talking, she said, you know, the thing I didn't share with the kids is that as easy as it is for me to tell how old they are, because I live amongst malnutrition all the time, she said, it's even easier to tell when a mom has children. Because when everybody's malnourished and a woman has children, she's the most malnourished of all. Because she gives her food to her kids. The sacrifice that God made for us on that cross is giving us more than food. It's giving us life eternal. And so we, receiving that gift, can praise Him and live a life not perfect, but motivated by love, committed to growing more and more in His grace. Would you join me for a word of prayer? Lord Jesus, we are not a people custom to sacrifice. So when we look on yours, we hardly know how to count the cost. Help that message really to come through to us this morning. Help us to think on the pain you bore in flesh adopted for our sake. Help us to think on becoming all the things we despise most in the world that we might be free of those things. Help us to know your love. And since we know you are with us in the power of the Spirit, that you've promised never to abandon us even to the end of the age, kindle that same love in our hearts and help us in small ways and eventually in large as we grow accustomed to walking with you to show that love to everyone around us and our faithful obedience to your word and our gracious love of our neighbors, our friends, our families, and even our enemies. We ask it in the precious name of our crucified Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Be thou my best thought in the day and the Sleeping, thy presence, my light.